everybody. Today is April 14th, 2020. Today is day 33 of quarantine. So it's been a little while since we last had an actual conversation. Last time was just a simple little story. But recently we found out that we will not be going back to school. We will be finishing our year online. Now for teachers and students, this is quite dreadful. But it's time to adapt. So one thing, as you might have noticed, is I've started to play the ukulele. And it's a very slow process, but it gives me something to do when I am bored out of my mind. Um, Today is day 33 of quarantine, and I've still not seen anybody from my school or any of my friends because my dad has high blood pressure, and so he is more likely to have problems if he were to get COVID-19. And then I have other family members that also would have problems if they were to get COVID-19. So my family's being a little crazy on quarantine and we're not seeing anybody except for people that we live with. So same four people, a lot of fun. But a lot of things... I'm still able to do, like, learn how to play the ukulele, and then my next project will be to learn how to play the guitar. Guitar, wow, that's fun. But it's just a slow and long process, but it also gives us time to learn new things. Um, little backstory real quick. So, recently, before, God, it was first semester, first semester, I was offered to try out for a program in the summer called PCOM. I get to go to a college and learn some medical techniques and maybe get to look into that college to see if I want to go later on. And so I filled out all the applications. I wrote my thousand word essay. I did all of that and I hit submit. And I have been waiting since then. And remember, this is first semester. So I've been waiting a while. So I've been waiting, it's been a long time, and then I get my email. And my email says, Congratulations, you've been accepted to PCOM Georgia Summer Math and Science Academy Virtual. Now, I don't know about y'all, but when you sign up for something, That says, you get to go to the zoo, you get to go here, you get to go here, you get to go here, and you get to go here, and you get to do this, you get to meet these people, you get to listen to this conference. And then you get told it's virtual. I don't know about y'all, but how do you go to an aquarium virtually? Haven't done it. (laughs) Exactly. So, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. But... I still get to be a part of the program. And that's one thing that I'm beginning to notice more and more is that people are beginning to adapt. I mean, other than Uber Eats, when is the first time you ever saw Burger King bring you a burger to your front door and just drop it off and go? I don't know about y'all, but I've never seen that in my life. Or, God, what else is going on? I mean, there's restaurants that, I mean, there's, We have this Italian place that we always go to, and it is my favorite Italian place. But it's really expensive. 
I'm talking like 40 bucks per meal expensive. So we never go there. And this crazy expensive place is doing family meals for like 30 bucks. You could get a whole tray of lasagna and it's good lasagna. But they're adapting. They're realizing that it's a hard time for people and it's even harder for the families that aren't used to eating at home altogether because usually their kids are off doing sports, hanging out with friends or doing homework. And now they're on top of their parents 24 seven saying, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And the parents are very close to saying, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. It's a very difficult adjustment, but people are slowly doing it by themselves. And that's another thing I've noticed. If you listen to the news right now, we're not hearing about any wars or anything like that going on. We're only hearing about the welfare of the people. We're not having to listen. I mean, of course, there is never-ending politics. It's normal. It's everyday life. But it's not a constant thing anymore. We're hearing the happy stories. We're hearing the sad stories. We're hearing the facts, we're hearing the never-ending wash your hands, stay inside, wear a mask, don't touch people, don't touch your face. But we're also hearing the happy stories. Recently on the news, I heard about a couple, very old couple, go into the hospital, both test positive, both be on ventilators, both have a very, very downhill slope, and then now they both test negative and they're able to leave the hospital and go live their lives again. As a humankind, we're beginning to adapt and as a humankind, we're beginning to merge together and become one. But it's also sad that to be able to accomplish this and become one again, we had to go through some, we're still going through something so horrible and devastating, yet it still brought us together. Why does it take something so horrible to bring us together? Why must we wait for a pandemic to bring us together again? And what's going to happen after the pandemic? Are we going to go back to our old ways? Have we not realized that what we've been doing is destroying our earth, destroying our connection with each other, and just ruining the human race? When will we realize that we might have caused the pandemic? If you listen to a few scientists talking right now, and I mean, they're educated, they're very, very educated If you listen to them and listen to them talk, a lot of them are saying the same thing. How our deforestation and overhunting has led to people going deeper and deeper in animal spaces. And you know what? People keep saying the virus started because someone ate a bat. Someone ate the bat because they've used up so much of their land and resources that they had to resort to eating bats. We need to realize that we need to start conserving our resources so we're not having to go that desperate to get resources. And if one place doesn't have those resources, maybe we should help them out. Instead of someone not having a chicken to go eat, so they eat a bat because they didn't have those resources they needed, so they were desperate. And then it spread, and then they didn't know how to take care of it because they don't have the money to take care of it. And then it spread more and more and more until boom, slap in the face, your neighbors got it, (laughs) and all they did was go to the grocery store. 
when are we going to realize that we need to unite as one to solve our problems, not every man for yourself, whoever gets the last mask and hand sanitizer wins, because that's not working. Notice how we still haven't hit our peak yet. They keep saying, we're going to hit our peak, we're going to hit our peak. Yet, people aren't staying inside. People are still going to restaurants, going to parks, going to hang out with friends. I went on a walk with my dog a few days ago, and I passed a park with a bunch of kids sitting there hanging out. And teenagers, I know it's hard for us especially, but we need to realize that you cannot go hang out with your friends right now. Yes, I completely get it. I'm going stir-crazy in my house because I have not seen another teenager in 33 days. It's not a good look. (laughs) But everybody's going through it. It's not just you. It's not just your friends. It's Georgia, United States, and most of the world. So yet again, we need to band together and try to survive it. I know it's hard, but there's ways to adapt. An easy way is Zoom. God bless Zoom. Zoom is completely free right now. I have been doing Zoom meetings, which you should come check out if you're on my Snapchat. But I do a Zoom meeting every now and then, and I invite anybody that wants to come. And I've gotten up to 50 people before, and it's honestly amazing. It's so much fun, and you're still able to see each other. So that's also nice. It's it's pretty much FaceTime with a bunch of people, but it's still a way for us to connect, and it's our way of adapting and being able to see each other. Well, that is all for today. Today is April 14th, 2020, day 33 of quarantine.